we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for June 28th, 2021. And uh, we're going to kind of pick up where we left off. This next part is Daystar's massive effort. And I found this by accident. I was doing some research on Daystar and I just found this by accident, but I don't believe it was an accident. Daystar's massive effort to get their viewers to take the kill shot. Look at their all-star satanic minister lineup. Now we know about Pat Robinson and, and all the other that we've we've talked about. Franklin Graham and, and um, Copeland and all them. Well, Daystar put this out back in, I believe, early April. And I'm just going to read it straight from their thing, and it was in um, it was uh, a, and it was on their event calendar, highlighted on their website, and it was entitled "COVID-19 Crisis." What does God's story say about the future of humanity? As chaos and confusion grip the people around the globe, where can you turn to find answers? COVID-19 Crisis is a specially produced series of programs designed to give you a biblical. I should say satanic perspective on the pandemic currently impacting the world, on the scam pandemic, filled with prophetic insight. Because, see, those false prophets that they got are all going to take you to tell you to take the kill shot. Unless they're actually, you know, I mean, even if they're a real prophet, they could whatever, but I don't see any real prophets on these, on these networks ever. They always point toward money and trump filled with prophetic insight and practical wisdom to help you overcome every fear these life-changing discussions led by marcus and joni lamb will straight so they're still going strong totally discredited from being in ministry they're still going strong though but since 93 <laughs> that they will strengthen your faith no matter what you're facing yeah, something that has a 99.99% survival rate if you're like below the age of 60 or whatever. I know it's just it's just so traumatic, so traumatic. Exclusively on Daystar, the five-part COVID-19. Now, this has already happened. This was back in April. Crisis series featuring the leading voices in ministry. These powerful programs will transform your understanding of global events through hope-filled messages from special guests like Kenneth the Satan Satanist Copeland. That demon-possessed, wide-eyed, Luciferian devil who commanded a vaccine to come forth. Commanded it. TD fakes, plus a disproportionate amount of black ministers. I noticed we're in this lineup, this five-part series lineup. A because they want to get the blacks killed off as their main priority. Just like the government does. Just seem very disproportionate. A lot, a lot of black preachers. Hmm. Well, that's the same thing the government's doing. And then Rabbi Jonathan Conjob. Yeah, that false devil rabbi. Who should have nothing to do with anything Christian at all. Because you can't commingle Judaism and true Bible-believing Christianity together. 
They're not compatible. Rabbi Jason Sobel, so there's another rabbi. Rabbis don't believe what the Bible teaches about salvation. You can't commingle the two. But see, that's what they like to do. They like to muddy the waters. They like to create a lot of confusion and division and derision in the body of Christ. And to act like there's many ways to God, which is what all false religions tend to do. Joel Osteen, another one of their esteemed devil speakers, Smiley Joel. Oh yeah, Mr. Satan himself. John Hagee, who believes in the Jews are ethnically saved just by the blood that runs through their veins. Yeah, that devil heretic John Hagee. Robert Jeffries, that wonderful Baptist preacher telling you to take that kill shot. He loves Jesus so much, though. I played his devil clips many times. Paula White Kane. So she's still with it all. See, it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want in these circles and they're going to accept you back because they're all a brood of vipers. And they're making tons of money, fleecing the flock, getting rich, flying around in their jets and, and going to multi-million dollar mansion after one. Kenneth Copeland's got his own airport. Kenneth Copeland Airport. Multiple jets. Fleet of Harley Davidsons, the devil bike of all devil bikes. Got a fleet of them. I've done separate studies on a lot of these people. If you key any of these names, you can pretty much key in. And then Secretary Ben Carson. Oh, I just saw something. Drudge had something about Ben Carson and some drug he's taken for mental acuity. And I clicked on it, it was some scam for some, they're, they're advertising it as NZT, which is the drug that was on that show Limitless, which basically, although it gave you the most horrific side effects you could possibly imagine, it transformed you your IQ into like, you know, I don't even know what it was. You access like 100% of your brain power. And they're claiming the same with this, with this scam nutritional supplement. I've got good supplements for the brain that, are for mental acuity. Mine are better. This is a total scam. And it just showed me, and he was the main guy hawking it. And I'm like, man, you're no different than anybody else. And then I see him here. He's one of the devils that's telling them to take the kill shot, guaranteed. Because he's in this, he's one of the many, many speakers. I just listed a, a few, or that many. There, there's, I'd say, 10 times the amount of speakers. But these are just some of the biggest ones. <laughs> never ends. Just never ends. Going back to Rodney Howard Brown, my my when I heard about him yoking up with Pastor Pulaski, I said, yes, Rodney Howard Brown, who refers to himself as the Holy Ghost bartender, has been on Alex Jones many times. I talked about him some here, and I give you a link to, um, I did a keyword search for Rodney Howard Brown on contendingfortruth.com. I give you a link to that. And then, I talked about him in the study, uh, Lord Maitreya and the Antichrist, part five. And I'll just read you, the because it kind of relates to what we've been talking about today. I'll, I'm going to read you the table of contents for this. Now, I did the study back in uh, 2007. 
okay? Lord Betraya, is he the Antichrist? To the question mark. Now, I'm, I, again, to this day, I don't know. I think he's going to play a part at bare minimum in the end time scenario. And if you're not familiar with him, just Kian Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A. And uh, I've done more studies on that that dude than you can imagine. <laughs> Most of them are older because I, I don't want to recover the same stuff anymore. There's not been a ton of new stuff on him as of late. There's been I, I still check his website, his UN-sponsored website, you know, at least two, three, four times a year to see if there's anything uh, popping on his website. Now, the table of contents says these teachings are a continuation of last week's teachings on Devil Betraya, who, who calls himself Lord, Lord Betraya, with a special emphasis on Reinhard Bonnke, the official Christian Pied Piper of Maitreya, who can be credited for much of the impartation by laying on of hands of the unholy laughter movement, the third wave propagated movement of the Charismatics propagated through the Toronto Revival and the Brownsville Revival. Now, who was, who was the main mover in the Brownsville Revival? This is Brownsville, Florida. Okay. I went there when I was still in the Charismatic circles. I went there. For one, uh, I don't know, service, church service. Now, Rodney Howard Brown wasn't there when I went there because that's not where his home was. But it started, I believe, he, he brought it to Brownsville, Brownsville, Florida. Who brought it there? Rodney Howard Brown, the Holy Ghost bartender. That's where the unholy lap, but who was the one? that was one of the main ones that was credited for the impartation by the laying on of hands of the unholy laughter movement, the third wave movement, the Toronto revival, Brownsville revival, Reinhard Bunke, who when he would go to, and I don't know if he still does this, but go to uh, Africa, he'd have like half a million people there in stadiums and stuff. Real big deal is what I'm trying to say. On June 8th, 1988, and that should make this next, these next statements all the more just mind-blowing. On June 8th of 1988, Reinhard Bunke was the charismatic Pentecostal evangelist in Uru Park in Nairobi, Kenya, who prophesied on a Thursday, three days before Maitreya's documented appearance in a Muslim village in Nairobi. He prophesies that supposedly God had on Thursday informed Reinhard Bunke himself that they, the Nairobi citizens, would experience the presence of Jesus and great miracles on Saturday. End of quote. So he prophesied this, that the Nairobi citizens would experience the presence of Jesus and great miracles on Saturday, which was June 11, 1988. Thus, Bonke was on was the on-site predictive prophet of Devil Betraya. Reinhard Bunke made this on-the-scene prophecy, and it was dated, and it came true. As on 
June 11, 1988, a Maitreya, that Maitreya suddenly appeared before 6,000 people in Nairobi, Kenya, gathered to witness healing prayers at the Church of Bethlehem, who instantly recognized the tall, white-robed figure as Jesus Christ. This is not made up. This is not conspiracy. This is what happened. See why I've kind of never, ever stopped talking about Maitreya? You show me anyone else this has happened with. And the biggest supposed Christian evangelist in all of Africa, and I probably over the last, I don't know how many decades, he predicted this. And he predicted it 100% totally accurately. On June 11, 1988, Maitreya suddenly appeared. There's pictures of it. I've got files where there's pictures of him. Many, many pictures. He suddenly appeared before 6,000 people in Nairobi, Kenya, gathered to witness healing prayers at the Church of Bethlehem. <laughs> you, think, you think that's by accident? The Church of Bethlehem? Bethlehem being the... Now, granted, I understand this wasn't Bethlehem in Israel. But the devil is good at what he does. He chose the church of Bethlehem, the birthplace of, the name of the birthplace of Jesus, Bethlehem, where to appear. And they instantly recognize the tall white robe figures, Jesus Christ. Note, the editor of the Swahili Times of the Kenya Times, veteran journalist Job Mutungi, witnessed the event and also took pictures. Here's a link to, I don't know if this link still works anymore. It says, we also look at the admitted Pentecostal history of Reinhard Bunke. Now, this is in the study that I'm doing, which proves that he is the godfather of the unholy laughter movement. You heard the cackling in the background with, with uh, um, uh, the link doesn't work anymore. Now, I got a file on I still got the pictures. They're, they should be in the actual... Uh, pdf for this yeah the one the one link in that table of contents does work that it doesn't matter if, if you click on the actual uh link to my teaching there lord betray the antichrist part five it should be in the pdf and if not i've got i've got the file pictures are i mean they're, they're, it's not a secret now you have to understand this was like this happened in 1988 a long time ago and nothing's changed nothing so i wanted to at least cover that there was just a lot of stuff that kind of just kept popping up that i adding to what we were talking about there now let's kind of shift gears here and we're going to start talking about um some other things mike adams Biden may be removed from power after failing 70% vaccination goals by July 4th. Now, I'm not saying that's the case. I don't think he's dogmatically saying that's the case. But what he gets into here would explain the desperation and the coercion and all the unbelievable satanic things they're doing to try to get people to hurriedly take the kill shot. 
globalists so he may be removed from power after failing to get 70 percent of the population vaccinated by the fourth of july goal globalists may accelerate plans for economic and cyber takedown of the usa americans must prepare for a land invasion in the united states not something i've been warning about for years Right, welcome. This is Mike Adams here, the Health Ranger from NaturalNews.com. We're going to be covering the rest of this hour. I've got a lot of bombshell news for you that has been gleaned from sources and many interviews that I've been doing each week uh, that you, you may not have seen uh, this information or heard from these guests. But I'll, I just want to say, by the way, the guest that Alex just had on, Maj, there from uh, Black Guns Matter, it's so inspiring for me to see a, a real leader like that extraordinary man and he's he's teaching yeah. people who's who's teaching people about the the baglava lagita or whatever that writing is in hindu or buddhism or whatever i mean they're doing whole i mean guy alex brings people on his show and just lets them spew all kind of heresies and lies that ultimately if you follow any of these people they're going to lead you to hellfire like david ike and this guy that he had they always got to get into some religious angle and that's some false religion and just you know alex jones just lets him go with it and even though it's totally contrary to what the word of god says and he's leading people in, into a false religion you know he he doesn't care i mean it's it's just standard core standard fare he's inspiring people and i completely agree with the philosophy that he just mentioned the solutionary philosophy which is that every citizen every law-abiding citizen in america should know how to how to achieve good nutrition how to do emergency medicine how to handle a grid down scenario basic prepping basic survival and firearm skills every person should know how to defend your loved ones how to defend your family how to how to put on a tourniquet how to stop bleeding i mean i took a live firearms uh, medic what was it a, a, a army medic training course in texas last year just to do that stuff and gauze into into simulated wounds under live fire conditions and so on every person should know uh, about radios and comms every person should be ready for what we are about to face and what i'm going to be sharing with you here today will i think underscore why that's the case but i'm just i'm really i'm just really inspired so uh, a big thumbs up to maj toure if i'm pronouncing his name correctly that's the first time i had seen him i'm glad i was able to kind of uh, join here via video early and listen to him. Uh, I, I even, funny story, I even had a, a left wing, like a, a female liberal person uh, challenge me. It was like a couple years ago. She was like, aren't you afraid of black men with guns? And I said, are you kidding me? A, a black citizen with a gun who knows how to use it, who's got morals and ethics? Are you kidding me? I want to be by his side. What I'm afraid of is you lunatic leftists who don't, you know, and, and how you think you want to kill everybody that you don't agree with. That's the problem. Not men with guns or black men with guns or white men with guns. It's, you know, we are citizens who uphold the rule of law. We are the basis of society. Those of us who have morals, ethics, compassion, knowledge, wisdom, and are looking for solutions to share with others. And that comes down to uh, firearms uh, training, for safety and effectiveness in a defensive posture so that we can defend our families against the rising violent crime that leftists are unleashing across this country. So I just wanted to put those comments on the record there. Now, uh, getting to my, my main, the main emphasis 
of what I'm sharing with you today. I want to thank Alex for inviting me on here today to, to give you the down low on all of this. We are, according to the sources that I have interviewed, and, and I, I, again, I've done, you know, just this year, maybe over 100 interviews at this point. It'll be a couple hundred by the end of the year. Uh, these are experts in medicine, experts in uh, academia of communism. Okay, so what that guy was pushing was the Bhaglavata. And in Hinduism, the Bhaglavata is a devotee worshiper of the follower, uh, follower of Bhaglavanta, namely God in his personal aspect. But it's not the God of the Bible. Okay, the form of worship is called Bhakti, and its meaning is adoration. I'm just kind of like looking through. It has to do with Vedism. And it's the worship of Vish, Vishni uh, in the region of Mathuria, later assimilated, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's a false devil religion. And this guy is up there. And, and he started on it, and they got cut off on a commercial break. And then Alex said, no, no, I want to hear more about this on, on, the, on the other side. And so then he really went into it. It's like, why would you give this guy a platform to spew out all this evil heresy on your show and you call yourself a christian and you're giving him it's like giving david Icke a platform who hates jesus christ with a passion hates anything christian with a passion and you give him a platform it's just the height of insanity experts who understand the the military stance of nations like china and russia experts in border control and uh, border security uh what else experts in uh, microbiology virology and so on i mean it, it is across the board but it's en enabled me to put together a picture that is devastating and and, and some of the experts that i interview are, are former dea agents former dia defense intelligence agency you know former people inside what you might call the swamp who uh, came out of the swamp and are now speaking out to, to try to save America. Let me see if I can encapsulate this correctly. America is about to face an imminent attack by China and possibly aided by elements of certain uh, narco cartels from Mexico and certain elements of Russia. And this, this attack, it, well, it's already underway in terms of the biowarfare that China launched in 2019 against us. You know that, that's COVID, that's the pandemic, and the weapon is the spike protein, not the virus itself, not the viral replication engine. That part, the coronavirus engine, really is harmless. It's the spike protein payload that it carries, which is what's dangerous to people, and that's what they're putting in the vaccines. So as Dr. Peter McCullough has said publicly, to the astonishment of so many people, because he is an acclaimed mainstream Western scientist, well, I should say a, a doctor, an expert in internal medicine, hundreds of published papers. He has said that the purpose of the release of the coronavirus was to drive people to take vaccines. And the vaccines contain the spike proteins. The spike proteins are the biological weapons that are designed to maim and kill and cause infertility and depopulation, global extermination. Now, 
That's phase one of the war against the United States. That's just phase one. And let me take a, a quick detour here. I was told by a, a deep state source that reached out to me unsolicited a few weeks ago. I was told by that source, I was also given a warning by that source, but that's another story. I was told by that source that if Joe Biden does not reach 70% vaccine uptake by July 4th among uh, US adults, that the Biden regime will be removed from power by the globalists to be replaced by someone who can achieve the extermination goals of the American people. Would that be them bringing Trump back? Because the Democrats are going to take the the shot, most likely. Anyway, they're they're by far the ones that have that have taken the most resistance. They've gotten is in the conservative and the Republican camps. But if Trump were back in power, and he were there to allay the fears of the conservatives, who many times worship him like a god. I believe they could get a level of compliance that they've never been able to achieve under Biden. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I don't know if they could pull that off under him. Because so many people are in the know now. I'm just throwing things out there. I don't know. I'm not saying that's the case. But who who would they bring in to do that? Another heart... Were they going to bring in Camilla? Well, it's just you know, different flavor of the same thing you've already got there. It's not like anybody's going to have more faith in the shot if Camilla's in there. I think you'd have to make a radical change. So I, I don't know. We'll see. This is why Kamala and Joe and the Democrats are pushing so aggressively to try to reach this 70% number. And I just checked the CDC website. It is currently 56%. 56% of U.S. adults have now received both shots and are, quote, fully vaccinated. So they're not going to hit 70%. In fact, just about everybody that wants to be vaccinated has already been vaccinated. And those who don't want to be vaccinated are not just saying no, they're saying, you know, hell no. And by the way, speaking, you know, of black communities in America, because of the guests that Alex just had on, it is black Americans who are far more informed on this issue than the typical white American, for whatever reason. Probably having to do with Tuskegee and the history of government experiments, obviously on, on black soldiers and black prisoners and black children and so on. I mean, if you knew the history of medical experimentation on blacks in America, if you knew what I know, you would be astonished. And if, if you're a black American watching this or listening to this, you already know you can never trust the government when it comes to medicine and coercion and injecting you with something. You can never trust the government when it comes to gun control. You can never, I mean, the black community knows that you can't trust the FBI either. And look at what the FBI did to black Americans over the last half century or so, but I'm not even gonna go down that road. That's a, that's a whole nother show. The point is Biden is going to fail by July 4th. And according to what I've been told, Biden's going to be removed. Not immediately, not July 5th but that things will be set into motion to remove him from power. And I don't know if it includes Kamala or not. I suspect it does. I suspect that Biden and Kamala may be gone before the end of this year. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, 
But that's what I've been told is going to happen. Now, when we come back after this break, I'll give you more information about what's coming for America. I'm Mike Adams. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. It is more important than ever that we, the people, form friendships and um, bonds between people of different races and, and colors and, and uh, male and female and, and even even different religions because they are trying, they, the globalists, are trying to weaken the United States and soften us up with an induced race war. And in order to achieve the race war, they have to invoke mass hatred among the people. They have to turn us against each other. You know this, you, you, you've heard this uh, here on InfoWars many times. It's more important than ever to realize that if you feel a sense of hatred rising in yourself, because the media is pushing hatred that, oh, these, these white people did something to these black people, or these black people did something to these white people, or Puerto Rican people, or, or whatever the case may be, or these Asian people were victimized by these people. You got to realize that's all trying to get you to invoke hatred, to hate each other, because they need internal chaos in order to weaken the response when they plan the invasion. Yes, I'm talking about an invasion of the United States of America through the southern border. I have specific intel from multiple sources that indicates an invasion is in the planning. We don't know the timeline, but we do know the sequence of events that are planned to soften up America. And we know that the journo terrorists, which I consider to be the New York Times, CNN, and so on, you know, the, the left-wing media, they are journo terrorists. Their job is to create fear hysteria and internal division and chaos in preparation for the invasion of the United States of America. And by the way, a Governor Newsom of California, I've been told, is planning a land invasion of communist Chinese troops in the ports of California with his permission. And according to my sources, he has stockpiled weapons and uh, uh, physical gold too, by the way, where do you think a lot of the, the tax surplus goes in California? Uh, gets laundered through Chinese companies. Governor Newsom, for example, uh, back in 2020, sent a billion dollars to a Chinese electric vehicle car company, and he claimed it was for buying masks for COVID. Well, the masks never showed up, and the media was told to stop talking about it. Well, where did the billion dollars go? Guess what? It came back. It came back to Newsom's you know, mafia members in the form of maybe some crypto used to buy gold, ammunition, firearms, weapons, to pay off bribes, you name it. That's what's happening in California. It's a giant criminal cartel. And they do plan to have Chinese troops land in California and start occupying and taking over America. But let me lay out what I've been told is going to happen before that. Number one, there will be cyber warfare attacks on the United States. Now, those of you who are listening to this, watching this inside the deep state. And we've already had the cyber attacks that they've already started. I mean, the pipeline thing that happened and uh, there was that meat packing thing that, that happened. I mean, it's already there. I believe they're beta testing a lot of this. And this is all again to soften up America. That's just one of the prongs. The other is, you know, get everybody hating the white people and, and, you know, fighting internally and, and, to create further division and keep us distracted and there's a lot of other aspects then there's the whole covid division aspect where oh i'm vaccinated and you're not and then so you're my enemy and i'm your enemy and that there's then there's that and there's 
I'm sure many, many more. Well, uh, in the intelligence community, in the FBI, wherever you work, in the State Department, uh, I, I know that you monitor uh, Infowars for intel because sometimes your own departments don't tell you what's happening, whereas people like myself have contacts outside of your circles that actually know what's going to happen. So he, here's here's what you need to understand is that that you who think you think the threat against America is white people for some reason. You think the threat against America is Christians or conservatives or gun owners. You need to recalibrate rapidly because the real threat against America is communist China and the collaborators with China such as Governor Newsom and maybe 30 to 40 other governors across America that are taking money from China, as well as U.S. senators and other lawmakers that are taking money from China. Let's not even get into Hunter Biden's uh, hard drives and laptop and Joe Biden's deals with China and so on. You, you need to realize the enemy of America is not the people who love America. The enemy of America is those who hate America and want to destroy it and occupy it. China is facing famine. China cannot feed its 1.4 billion people. China is silencing, arresting, and in some cases executing their own internal economists who are reporting grain shortages because China can't feed itself. China's buying up desperately corn and soy and wheat on the world market in record numbers and beef, anything to keep their population fed. China needs America's farmland in order to continue to expand its economic power and keep its people fed and avoid a massive uprising that would overthrow the communist regime from within. So, so I just want to say that again. China needs America's farmland. In order to take over America's farmland, China needs America to destroy itself from within. They will augment this effort through cyber attacks on the power grid. They will attempt to take down the grid, take down the pipelines, take down the energy infrastructure, they will launch economic warfare against the United States. Another wave of a biological warfare agent, which will be a high kill rate a bioweapon that makes COVID look like a walk in the park, by the way. Uh, on top of this, we have absolute confirmation. In fact, Customs and Border Patrol has confirmed this. China has been shipping in and staging weapon systems to be used by their agents who are already located inside the United States. We've been talking and warning about all the stuff he's saying for years. I should say Dave Hodges was one of the ones that really started talking about this years ago. And I know I get on Dave, there's some things he's just horrible about, and then there's some things he's pretty good about. And this is one of the things that Dave Hodges has been talking about a long time, and we've been reporting on this for many years what he's saying here it's just that we're closer now than we've ever been evidently to this going kinetic upon activation to fight a war inside the united states for them to mass murder american mayors uh, governors if they can you know governors who aren't on their payroll uh, military people patriots leaders whoever they want mass murder and they have smuggled into the united states uh, full auto AK-47 weapons, RPGs, mobile mortars, which I believe are 60 millimeter mortars. And remember, RPGs can take out uh, uh, helicopters, aircraft, vehicles, and so on, uh, including some military targets. Well, quite a few military targets. And then I just got intel after I, I did an interview yesterday that 
there is a Russian group that is paying Mexican uh, narco cartels to smuggle Russian weapons across the border into the into the United States to be staged at certain locations awaiting activation. And by activation, what I mean is at some point they're going to get the order to activate their people who are here, go grab the weapons. They've even got uniforms stashed there. They've got vehicles and comms equipment in addition to uniforms and the weapons I mentioned. And then they're going to go on a mass murder spree and try to take over. Now, I think by uniforms, he means probably uniforms of what you would perceive to be some type of American law enforcement agent. Like they would look like that. So then that would dis disarm people and they could further infiltrate and do whatever they're going to do with um, the least amount of resistance. So it, it, you, you'd be wondering, well, who's a good guy and who's the bad guy, you know? regions of America create a beachhead and then start landing Chinese troops in California and flooding troops in from the southern border. So when I say that you need to be ready for war, you need to be ready to defend your nation against foreign invaders, I'm not joking. I am not joking. This this is coming. Now, there's a publication called... I hope you're seeing why I'm playing this, because this is about as heavy duty of information. And, and again... We've been warning about this for years. He's not even getting into the underground bases that are already here, that are already already have the, the Chinese and the Russian troops in them. And that they've been doing this for years to get people, uh, they walk among us. You know, the, the big theme park areas where they you, you'll go there, like I went to Gatlinburg with Taylor, and it was all, it was all like Russian Eastern Bloc people manning all the shops and they were very cold very impersonable you did not get a warm and fuzzy feeling at all and they literally were the total the the, the total and again gatlinburg is is under united united nation it's uh united nation uh biosphere okay you go up on the space needle there it's a big plaque at the top and it'll tell you so i, I went there with taylor okay um, Dollywood totally taken over. Good old Dolly Parton selling us out to to Satan. They bring in these same troops. If you go to Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg, and they're they're kind of adjacent to one another, it's pretty much the same deal. Where they've got all these foreign troops, or all these foreigners, these Eastern Bloc people that are working and and again what they're trying to do is integrate them into our society. They're trying to see what our manner, mannerisms are. They're trying to know their enemy. And then they go back in and they cycle. They go back into the biosphere, into the national park there, right um, where Gatlinburg is at, like south of it. And they disappear. And then a new uh, crop of people come out. And I believe they're going back in there for further training. And then the new crop comes out. And then they go and they, they man their jobs and they learn our ways. The same thing's going on at Myrtle Beach. I'm talking about just places around where I'm I'm at. But this is going on. A lot of different places so he's not even talking about that what i'm saying is that and then all the muslims what about all that they're just waiting to be green lighted they've been bringing them in for years and years and years waiting to commit jihad and kill as many infidels which is an unbeliever in islam as possible that's been going on for years i all of this I've reported. He's just talking about a portion of it. If you look at all the things we've been warned about, it's so much worse than what he's saying. Now, our only hope is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it. That is it, man. 
I mean, when this goes kinetic, I think they're going to come out of the woodwork in so many different ways that people are not going to be expecting. They've been chomping at the bit to do this for decades, and our government has literally enabled the whole thing. Been complicit, enabled. It was going on under, under Trump, just like it's going on under Obama, just like it's going on under Biden, just like it was going on under, under Bush, just like it was going on under Clinton. And and we've we've warned you about it for a good fifteen years at this point. The drive, the drive.com that has done a great job documenting this mysterious stealth drone that was spotted over Tucson. Arizona. It was chased by a Customs and Border Protection helicopter, as well as a Tucson police helicopter. Uh, this drone, according to my sources, was a Chinese-built custom drone. It was able to climb and fly into 14,000 feet altitude. It was moving at over 100 miles an hour, not battery-powered. This is an exotic stealth drone. They could not even see it with night vision equipment. They were trying to chase it with their helicopters and couldn't keep up, and they lost it. The drone was hovering over the Kinder Morgan natural gas infrastructure in Tucson and also monitoring the Davis-Monthan Air Force Base with thermal cameras in order to uh, get a pattern of activity at that Air Force Base. This is one drone of hundreds of Chinese-made stealth drones that are currently operating in the United States. This has all been documented even by the FBI. The FBI uh, put in a report on this. The Tucson police put in a report. They were baffled by this. They had never seen anything like it. My sources say this drone was launched from Mexico, flew to Tucson, as, it, as they are, there are hundreds of these deployed across the country that are monitoring critical infrastructure. Kinder Morgan handles over 40% of the natural gas uh, distribution pipelines in the United States. They are targeting the energy infrastructure. Okay. Now, uh, I've got one more segment ahead after this upcoming break. And in that segment, I'll give you uh, additional details about this threat that's coming and also how we can prepare uh, against this threat. This is a very real threat. And those of you who think you're in the deep state, you think you're gonna win, no. Believe me, there's a communist out there with a bullet with your name on it. They wanna kill you as much as they wanna kill us. If America is to survive, we're gonna have to work together and defend this nation. I'm Mike Adams, we'll be right back after this short break. Stay tuned for the conclusion of this information. All right, this is Mike Adams here with the final segment today. I'm going to give you more information about preparing for the eventual attempted invasion of the United States of America by foreign troops. Now, another way that the globalists think they may be able to achieve this is by provoking an uprising response in the United States from armed citizens and then begging for United Nations intervention and then landing UN, quote, peacekeeping troops in the United States. And those UN troops m might end up being, you know, communist Chinese troops. It's just insane at this point. So who knows uh, exactly how that's going to look. But the point is they, they want an uprising and they want people to try to fight the government, which is why we must find a, a, a deeper, stronger truth in this. The government will destroy itself through its own lies if we just give it the opportunity to do so as the truth comes out, for example, in the Maricopa elections. Uh, I don't think that it's a smart move for, uh, for, for the left to try to say that these election audits are, are fraudits or bad, uh, bad audits, bad numbers, because as the truth comes out, it's going to completely discredit them. 
And it's going to show that the election was, in fact, stolen, starting with Arizona and then moving to Georgia and Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, and so on. This should result in a peaceful uprising, not an armed uprising, but a peaceful uprising where people are expressing their First Amendment, expressing the truth about how our democracy has been stolen, how it was rigged with the help of foreign enemies, including China and other enemies of the United States, by the way. But we must keep this peaceful because they want violence. They want violence. Remember what Biden just said. He said that, oh, the only way you're going to overthrow the government is is with uh, F-15s and maybe nuclear weapons. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Um, contrast that to the narrative uh, of leftists and the Biden administration, which says, gosh, they were almost overthrown by a mob of unarmed people on January 6th who crossed the barriers into the Capitol building and were hanging out taking selfies. That, that, that almost overthrew the entire country right there. But now it's like, no, you got to have F-15s and you got to have nuclear weapons, Biden says. Well, so that just exposes the hypocrisy. But I, I've got news for Biden. Uh, the enemies of America don't need nukes. All they need is computers because everything is vulnerable to cyber warfare attacks. And what we've seen so far with the attacks on the Colonial Pipeline and what was it, JBS uh, meat processing plants and the New York uh, transit system, subway control systems in New York City and so on, these were just probing attacks. They're not the real attack. They're just probing attacks and there's much more coming and the entire United States power grid is vulnerable to these cyber warfare attacks, including attacking uh, natural gas generation facilities uh, coal plants and transportation and banking that is necessary to supply fuel to the the power generation plants in order to power you know everything that we come to depend on so getting to solutions number one solution as i said do not think that any sort of armed uprising or any sort of violence is going to be the answer here it's not we have to have patience with this process of vetting the election results and we have to be prepared to survive famine, uh, a down power grid. We've got to survive attempts at gun confiscation. We've got to survive another wave of a bioweapon that's going to be unleashed against us. So among the things that I believe every American needs to be doing right now is, number one, you need some kind of a solar generator, which just means solar panels and a battery and an inverter. There's all kinds of brands out there. I don't have any specific recommendation, but... You can get energy from the sun with solar panels It's when, when the grid's down, and you can use that energy to charge a radio, charge a mobile phone, charge a satellite phone, charge a laptop computer, charge a flashlight, charge your night vision goggle batteries or whatever, so that you can stay functional. Secondly, you need to grow your own food as much as possible, even hydroponically, if that's all that's available to you, or container gardening, because this is off-grid food. I can assure you that food limits are coming, Venezuela style, in the United States. You will be limited on the amount of food that you can purchase at the grocery store. Food that you grow yourself, I call it off-grid food because it is additional food that the authorities don't know about and they don't need to know about. If you're growing tomatoes and lettuce and cucumbers and, and you know figs or, or whatever, they don't need to know about it. You're staying alive by being self-reliant and growing your own food. Heck, in World War II, the government 
what are they they called? Victory gardens. They encourage people to grow their own food. Today, they treat you like some kind of a criminal for growing your own food. It's crazy. But you need to be self-reliant. You need to stockpile antiseptics, medicine, communications gear, and of course, self-defense ammunition to be used defensively to protect yourself against the violence and the looting that has been unleashed by leftists defunding police and deliberately turning their cities into basically zombie apocalypse zones. So again, I'm only saying defensively for self-defense and community defense situations, perhaps in conjunction with your local sheriffs and sheriff's deputies. They may need help to defend your region, your county, your road. I don't know, wherever you live, you might need some help for community defense. They might need help from you for community defense. So these are just the key elements of, I think, what's crucial for each of us to do. Now, I do I do a daily podcast on this. It's on Brighton.com. I call it the Situation Update. Uh, so I'm, I'm giving out this kind of information every day. And I listen to people like Matt Bracken, for example, uh, and, and others who are well into prepping and a defensive posture and surviving what's coming. Because I believe it's going to be just really atrocious. And I think that they will, the globalists, they will manage to kill at minimum tens of millions of Americans. But those of us who are prepared and who are aware and informed, we can survive. We can make it through this. Okay, so it goes on a little bit further. But he did a uh, <clears throat> he did a uh, lithium gear reviews, meaning um, a whole bunch of tools that run off lithium type batteries that as long as you could plug them into like a solar charger you could still run power tools and now granted they don't have to be lithium but he did a whole review on that that um like if you're actually listening to this video and i give you the link there you'll see it on the right side it says lithium gear reviews you might want to you know if you're led uh, listen to that I, I need to actually listen to I kind of hear what he wants to say there but um yeah that's uh that's some heavy duty information there um you know the whole July 4th thing he said remember what he said though he said it's not like he would be removed July 5th okay it would probably be something where uh, who knows how long it might take if that does happen and again this is not even factoring in the prayers of the saints the the type of prayers that we're doing you know like when we come together and we are in agreement in prayer like with the prayers that i'm praying or you can pray them among or, or prayer whatever way you feel led um fasting combined groups of christians that can derail the best laid plans of satan so um let's go ahead and continue okay so and the next report is also from Mike Adams, and it, although he didn't mention this, like I said before, there's so many aspects to the way they're trying to destroy America, and this is one way that we've we have talked uh, quite a bit about lately. But it's it's another aspect that figures into what Mike Adams was just talking about on on all the different various and sundry ways they're they're uh, trying to destroy us, and this is called water wars about to go kinetic in America as farmers targeted by terrorist state governments that are deliberately collapsing the food supply chain and civilization. <clears throat> as Mark Salvo writes in his report there, and there's a link to it, farmers in the United States have reached a breaking point. 
The governments of California and Oregon are deliberately depriving farmers access to the critical water resources they need to grow crops, even when those resources are readily available. <clears throat> the problem isn't drought, it turns out. That's just the cover story to push a climate crisis that will eventually be invoked to justify climate lockdowns. The real problem is the corrupt government. In California, the corrupt criminal government is emptying fresh water into the ocean, draining reservoirs that were nearly full just two to three years ago, and there's a link to that report there. And in Oregon, the government is refusing to release water from the upper Klamath Lake, depriving downstream farmers of the water they own via long-established water rights. Just anything they can do to destroy this country is what's being done. These water restriction tactics are being deliberately weaponized as part of an engineered plan to destroy the U.S. food supply and bankrupt food producers. The water exists to irrigate crops, but the water is being withheld on purpose. The destruction of farming is all part of a larger plan to destroy America and usher in global tyranny. The water, the farmers who depend on this water are seeing their livelihoods and families destroyed by these acts of government-sponsored terrorism against America's food producers, so some farmers have decided to take matters into their own hands. The farmers are now <clears throat> in such a dire situation and with the food supply already on the razor's edge of disaster, they say they will release the water themselves, reports the shtfplan.com uh, story. From that, we read, quote, if the feds don't budge, I think we're going to end up just taking it, meaning the water. Uh, a gentleman named, named Nielsen said, I'm planning on getting D.C.'s attention. Another outraged farmer, Grant Knoll, told Jefferson uh, public radio this month we're going to turn on the water and have a standoff <clears throat> then the water wars in other words may be getting ready to go kinetic left-wing governments have become the terrorists and they're targeting humanity with multiple vectors of genocide this attack on farmers and hence food production in america are part of the multi-layered strategy to achieve global depopulation via planned extermination the vectors of this attack all promoted by the marxist government entities include economic destitution achieved through COVID lockdowns, then injections of the public with biological weapon spike proteins under the guise of mass vaccination. Uh, next point, attacks on food and water supply to create food scarcity and famine, then economic collapse via hyperinflation, money printing, and the collapse of the global debt pyramid, global reset. Then psychological terrorism via the controlled media that assaults the psyche of Americans each day with an endless flood of fear and lies. Next point, big tech assaults on the freedom uh, to speak, working in collusion with communist China to obfuscate the origins of the coronavirus bioweapon. Next point, assaults on the culture of the uh, via critical race theory indoctrination and the pushing of race-based hatred in hopes of starting a race war in America. The ultimate goal, of course, is the extermination of 85 to 90% of the current human population. I do not believe they will succeed in reaching these numbers, but there's no doubt in my mind that they will manage to mass murder at least a billion human beings in the next few years. This will no doubt include tens of billions of Americans, or millions. Um, they, and yes, the Deagle report was taken down. It's Deagle.com still up, but they've taken down the 2025 proje projections. And a lot of the other things that were up there, well, really any kind of projections, as far as for America at least, were taken down. I verified that yesterday. It's a very, very different website now. Uh, I think that that was becoming too well known and they 
Illuminati said, well, you've been warned. We put it up there long enough, and so we're going to take it down now. Uh, <clears throat> then there's this. Trump and Biden are two sides of the same coin. And uh, I'm going to play a very small clip here from, I believe, uh, Trump meeting with Klaus Schwab, the author of The Great Reset. This was at the economic World Economic Forum. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and play this short clip. Okay, so this is the World Economic Forum 50th annual meeting on January of uh, 2020. Okay, so this was at the start of the uh, pandemic. All right, and uh, this is Charles Klaus Schwab, this uh, author of The Great Reset, uh, high-level Illuminati Satanist that wants to take away every bit of your rights and keep us in lockdown and uh, put it put everyone on UBI, universal basic income, which will be tied to you receiving the mandatory vaccinations and take away every bit of your, of your personal liberties. Here's him and Trump on the stage together at the World Economic Forum 50th annual meeting in January of 2020. I'm just gonna kind of back this up here. Mr. President, welcome back to this stage here in the beautiful Swiss. This is Klaus Schwab three months after the event 201 pandemic simulation that just happened to occur the exact same way that it was planned out, which kind of brought us into the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And we have arranged for you the best sunshine which we can offer. We are pleased that you have... Trump is sitting there with an Illuminati hand sign, that hand sign he always does, where he's making like the pyramid and like a down position so everybody can see it, uh, communicating that he's part of the Illuminati. Chosen to cho join us again, this time for the opening session of the 50th annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States. Shaking hands. He's also, he's known for the Great Reset and the, um, the writing of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. So they're all in lockstep. They're all together. Again, you won't see this video anywhere on Alex Jones or Mike Adams or, or Dave Hodges or any of the people, or Sean Handy, any of the people in the alternative media, they refuse to look at the mountains of evidence that exists that shows you Trump is a very, very bad guy. They will not look at any of it. Or if they do, it'll be for a day and then they're right back on the Trump train a day later. All is forgotten, all is forgiven. Thank you very much, Klaus, and very special congratulations on your 50th year hosting the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, a truly amazing achievement. It's an honor to address the distinguished members of this organization for the second time as president. When I spoke at this forum two years ago, I told you that we had launched the great American comeback. Mr. President, thank you for your speech and congratulations on what you have achieved for your economy, but also for your society. We discuss here very intensively the question He of ushered in the, the COVID-19, all that we're really in the middle of now. He ushered all that in. 
Okay, he 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 is absolutely the one that brought the military into play and um, launched all of that and tried frantically to get the COVID kill shot even before the election in November. Didn't didn't quite achieve it. He was about you know a little over a month off there. He thought that that would evidently help him or something in his elect. He was that you know. I, I, of course, I'm giving him too much credit there. He knew exactly what he's doing. Um, wasn't able to pull it off to this day says that we need to basically thank him for that beautiful kill shot that he gave us that Biden would have taken uh, much longer to bring in was the one that got the military in lockstep with the whole operation warp speed, got our high, highest level military was the one that brought in the 5g that's, that's, um, working with all the nanotech in the shots that where they're going to get um, updates and upgrades and things like that. And only God knows what that 5G will end up doing with the nanotech in those shots and how it'll interact with the, with the modified, genetically modified DNA in the people's bodies. Did everything he could do to bring 5G in and even 6G under his term and bragged about every bit of what I just said. An alternative media that's pro-Trump won't, they just ignore it absolutely every bit of it literally literally in lockstep with what the great reset with what klaus schwab you think klaus schwab would have him at the world economic forum and praise him if he wasn't doing a good job for satan and that's trump of inclusiveness but all your politics certainly are aiming to create better inclusiveness for the American people. I want to thank you personally, particularly for injecting... And they're showing that, like 2016 with Klaus Schwab and Biden at Davos, both puppets serve the same New World Order masters, the same people are in charge regardless of of who wins. Yeah, exactly. Right-left paradigm, Coke-Pepsi. Optimism into our discussions. We have many problems in the world, but I think we need, as you said, we need dreams. He said, Klaus Schwab says you will own nothing by 2030. You will be happy according to the World Economic Forum, and you will love your servitude. And we have all the capabilities, technology, leadership, to realize those dreams. It shows him again in 2018 at Davos with Trump. Uh, together again. So thank you again, Mr. President, for having joined us here at the opening of the 50th anniversary of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> there shows them doing their little photo ops and shoots and shaking hand and being buddy buddy. So yeah, I just like to I like to um, remind people who Trump is and who he is and who he always will be. Next report, Florida bill banning vaccine passports actually allows state to use, quote, any means necessary to vaccinate citizens. Now, we're going to be looking at both sides of this um, report. Uh, Florida Senate Bill 2006 passed by the Florida legislature and signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis on May 3rd of this year, which banned vaccine passports statewide in as much in a much touted triumph of state government over its own power according to a press release from the governor's office desantis is quoted as um 
as saying on the day of the bill signing in St. Petersburg, Florida, quote, in Florida, your personal choice regarding vaccinations will be protected and no business or government entity will be able to deny you services based on your decision. Now, that's a total stinking lie based on what he just signed. Okay, and we're going to prove that. But is that really true? The report goes on to say, characterizing the legislature and governor's portrayal of the vaunted bill as a vaccine passport ban and subsequent ubiquitous media commentary universally accepting as true this supposed reality, thus elevating and legitimizing the claim. Um, this is simply misleading. As simply misleading would be almost as deceptive as the bill itself. The legislation represent an outright bait and switch on the reliable reliably conservative population combined with incessant widespread deception masking the bill's actual utilization sb2006 by its own wording provides the state quote may use any necessary means to vaccinate or treat coronavirus positive residents against their will the cleverly broad-ranging loophole is well hidden by legislators appearing at the very bottom of a 10,000 uh, word document on line 1111 in a truly chilling twist of fate. Okay, and there's there's um, links to all of this, the actual bill itself. We're not making this up. Now we're going to, I'm just going to play this first and then we're going to get to the, I had another listener kind of give a counter argument for this and so i want to in all fairness i want to like look at both sides so bottom line is though desantis signed this bill and it's so ironic because it supposedly gets rid of vaccine passports but then it also says the state may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the coronavirus positive florida residents against their will any means necessary okay i'm gonna go ahead and play this uh um video here i promise i'm going to try to make this as quick as possible a lot of people think really good thoughts <laughs> it sounded like sounded like donald trump a lot of people think really good thoughts about ron desantis <laughs> desantis is a tyrant but because he's a Republican tyrant, he's more palatable to the Republican masses. But I want to remind you, before I get into what DeSantis did, and it's all in writing, guys. All you have to do is take a look at the bill SB 2006. I went over it, some of it the other day, and I got a lot of criticism for it. And it's like, come on, we've got to start somewhere, Brian. You don't start with tyranny. Nope. Starting with tyranny is a bad idea. Let me remind you. What Trump lawyer Epstein best friend Alan Dershowitz yes. had to say about what... We're going to talk about Dershowitz a little bit later, a little just mini report on that devil. This is one of Trump's closest confidants, um, longtime attorney, buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, buddies with Trump, had sex, was in sex parties with Epstein and most likely Trump together admitted to getting massages at Epstein's uh, underage massage parlor of, of the home he lived in. Basically, den of prostitution. So we're hearing from Satan himself. 
okay, when we hear from Dershowitz, this devil. States' rights are in regard to your own body. Listen to this. And by the way, this is something that Republicans and Democrats alike objected to. More Republicans rejected it, but they're going to accept it if it's packaged a particular way by a particular person. Watch this. Let me put it very clearly. You have no constitutional right to endanger the public and spread the disease, even if you disagree. Now, this is Satan, Alan Dershowitz, Trump and Epstein's good buddy. So he is, you have no public right to endanger the public by... Well, hold on. If you're if you got the kill shot, aren't you protected? I'm not endangering anybody. Oh no, it's actually the vaccinated that are the, the real danger because they're they're shedding their spike proteins, and only God knows what else, into the population, creating more mutant variants, creating and perpetuating everything, and they themselves are dying and being changed on a genetic level and being you know filled with nanotech. But no right not to be vaccinated. You have no right not to wear a mask. You have no right to open up your business. Wait, can I stop you? Did, yeah. No right not to be vaccinated, meaning if they decide you have to be vaccinated, we have to be vaccinated? Absolutely. And if absolutely. You refuse- so he's saying, Satan is saying, absolutely, you, you have no right to refuse the vaccine. You will be forced vaccinated and you have no right to refuse it. And this is one of the most deviant devils we have in the political structure today, giving us a morality lesson on what is right and wrong. To be vaccinated, the state has the power to literally take you to a doctor's office and plunge a needle into your arm. <laughs> if the vaccination Where is that in the is over my dead body to prevent if the vaccination is designed to prevent the spreading disease. And remember, this is all under the guise. The thing it's designed to do is spread the disease. But again, when you're Satan, everything is opposite. Good is evil and evil is good. Of You are a public health risk. And because you're a public health risk, now the state has the right to take away all of your freedoms. Exactly. Take you to a government-funded medical facility and plunge a needle into your arm and put something in your body that you don't want in your body because they say, there's danger, there's a crisis, you're a public health risk. Ah, all your rights are now eliminated. And that's what it is. It's necessary that we do this. Hearkening back to William Pitt the Younger, necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedoms. If that's not an infringement of human freedoms, I don't know what is. The vaccination is only to prevent a disease that you will get. For example, if there's a disease that will kill you, you have the right to refuse that. But you have no right to refuse to be vaccinated against a uh, contagious disease. Public health, the police power of the Constitution, gives the state the power to compel that. And there are cases in the United States Supreme Court. Uh, Translation, that is utter evil. To take away a man's freedom because they, the state, perceives you as a public health risk. Guess what? The state is a public health risk. The state is a public health risk to everybody. They're the ones out there coercing everybody. They're the ones out there engaging in and initiating violence against other people. But I want to show you this because Governor Ron DeSantis is a hero in the eyes of Republicans, even though Republicans wholeheartedly reject what Alan Dershowitz said. Ron DeSantis says the same thing at SB 2006. And we'll get to the specifics on this in a second, but this is what has been reported. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis 
signs VAX passport bill uh, banning VAX passports. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs a bill banning VAX passports. Sounds good. Laws are supposed to sound good. It's supposed to get as many people on board as possible. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill into law that prohibits businesses and government agencies in the state from asking people for proof, digital passport or otherwise, of the COVID-1984 VAX. This right here goes a little bit further. Tries to put a good light on Governor Ron DeSantis in in a in a more extreme manner. Today, Governor Ron DeSantis was joined by local legislators and small business owners in St. Petersburg where he signed Senate Bill 2006. Hang on, we're going to take a look at that. Landmark legislation aimed at stemming the tide of local and state government overreach. Sounds so good. Right. It's like, where do I sign? Yeah, it's doing the exact opposite. When, when do I march? Where, where can I meet so I can applaud Governor Ron DeSantis and pat him on the back for such a great job well done? The bill takes aim at arbitrary lockdowns, VAX passports, and enhances emergency preparedness for future emergencies. And here's what DeSantis says. Over the last year, we've avoided protracted lockdowns and school closures in Florida because I have refused to take the same approach as other lockdown governors. This legislation ensures that legal safeguards are in place so that local governments cannot arbitrarily close our schools or businesses. In Florida, your personal choice regarding VAXs will be protected. Oh, really? Yeah. And no business or government entity will be able to deny you services based on your decision. Well, let's take a look at SB 2006, shall we? I've got this bill up right here. I just want to go over some real quick term definitions here. Public health emergency means any occurrence or threat thereof, whether natural or man-made, which results or may result in substantial injury or harm to the public health for infect- from infectious disease, chemical agents. But right now we're just going to focus on infectious diseases. Now look what it says right here. It says, before declaring a public health emergency, the state health officer shall, to the extent possible, consult with the governor. And what are they going to consult on? The state health officer, upon declaration of a public health emergency, shall establish by order the method and procedure for identifying and reporting cases and deaths involving infectious disease or other occurrence identified. Okay, so where, what's the template for this? Right here it says the method and procedure must be consistent with any standards developed by the federal government specific to the declared emergency. So they're going to go, in order to report cases and deaths, they're going to use the template of the federal government. We know how that worked out right here. Just harken back to Illinois uh, health um, inspector, health official. Dr. Azike, who said, even if a person dies of a clear, quote, clear alternate cause, if they test positive for you-know-what, that's going to count as that you-know-what case. Uh, Traffic accident? Yep, died in traffic accident. Test that person. What's in that blood? Oh, it tested positive, even though you can't, according to even mainstream media, you can't trust the tests. Or or if they tested positive, like, within a month, before the car accident, it's it's all counted as COVID deaths. Yeah, that got a. It's just one of the many ways they they um, cook the books. A clear alternate cause, but they tested positive. That that's going to go into the case. That's kind of a uh, Ezekiel from Illinois was following the federal template on how you calculate deaths in regard to that particular disease. Now, look, watch this. This is on this is on line one thousand and ninety seven. Start so I'm starting on. SB 2006, line 197, page 38 of 42. 
ordering an individual to be examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, or quarantined for communicable diseases that have significant morbidity or mortality and present a severe danger to the public by whose standard, individuals who are unable or unwilling to be examined, tested, vaccinated, or treated for reasons of health, religion, or conscience may be subject to, let's just say, let's say what it is, house arrest. Governor Ron DeSantis well, signed this bill. Isolation or quarantine, that could be house arrest. That could be in a government facility like the, they're doing in Canada. Governor Ron DeSantis says if you if you do not submit to being examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, quarantined, or whatever, because we declared a public health emergency and we declare you a public health risk, then guess what? We're going to subject you. We're going to force you into isolation and quarantine. House arrest. From the, from the pen of Governor Ron DeSantis, who, let me just remind you, <clears throat> let me just remind you, said in this right here, your personal choice yeah. regarding VAXXs will be protected and no business but or they government. they will be protected. That's a lie because the same bill that he signed supposedly banning uh, the vaccine passports doubles down, and, and you're going to see the reason I'm saying doubles down, on the fact that they can force vaccinate you and use whatever force necessary. Okay, he's just like Trump. He is modeling what Trump did in his first two years, where he's trying to appear, give the facade that he's doing good, but on the on the opposite side, he's doing great evil. That's how Trump really operated the first two years when he was in office. But then after the first two years, it, the, the, the mask really came off and, and things really got way out in the open. And that's why... I couldn't understand why why the people on alternative media wouldn't acknowledge any of the wickedness, or if they did, they were back on the bandwagon the next day. I don't know. I guess pride. They had so much invested in the guy. The 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 um maybe the whole thing about well the um, the alternative meaning believing that Trump is actually a really evil person is just too horrible to actually think about entity will be able to deny you services based on your decision but uh we reserve the right to quarantine you put you under house arrest at will oh nice let's get on with the rest of this and we haven't even seen the worst of it guys it says if the individual poses a danger to the public health poses who who gets to determine that exactly who determines that you as an individual pose a danger? Well, that, that, all that's going to mean is is if you're unvaccinated then you're posing, as Dershowitz was saying, you're posing a danger. You have no right to not get vaccinated by any means necessary. That's what that means. The public health. Oh, that's right. The public health authorities get to determine that. Yeah. The, uh, the Governor Ron DeSantis is of the world and his public health officials get to determine that. Oh, you're a public health risk uh, because we say so. So if, a, if an individual poses a danger to the public health, the state health officer may subject the individual to isolation or quarantine. You lose your freedoms. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We don't care. We're, we're trampling your rights because it's for the public health. It's necessary. That's the plea for every uh, tyrant. It's the creed of every slave. If there is no practical method to isolate or quarantine the individual, the state health officer may use any means necessary to what? Vaccinate. To vaccinate or treat the individual. Yep. I'm going to read that again. Any means necessary. That means 
vaccination at gunpoint. Which if you go back to my 2006 Avion Flu presentation, 140 some PowerPoint slides, that was where it all concluded. Vaccination by gunpoint. And I gave the example in the in the um, Avion Flu presentation of that already being done in certain places in Africa. They beta test a lot of stuff in Africa. And I, I was warning back in 2006, this is where they're going to try to bring it. Vaccination by gunpoint. And that's what that means. And the Satanists, Governor de Satanists, is 100% in compliance with this. He signed off on this thing. Bottom line, he had every opportunity to remove this section because, as we're going to see, this has been on the books for about 10 years. Why they wanted to reiterate it in this bill, I can only think it's because they want to make sure that from a Kabbalistic principle, from a Luciferian principle, the sheeple have been warned. And they've been warned under DeSantis's watch. DeSantis can't claim, oh, well, I didn't know this was on the books. He just signed off on this again, doubling down on this satanic bill where they could force vaccinate you by gunpoint. It says any means necessary. What about torture? That's any means necessary. What about gunpoint and torture? What about holding a gun to your wife's head or your children? What about torturing your children or your wife in front of you for hours on end until you receive the kill shot. That's by any means necessary. I'm telling you, this guy is a devil. If the individual poses a danger to public health, the state health officer may subject the individual to isolation or quarantine. If there's no practical method to isolate or quarantine the individual, the state health officer under you know, Ron DeSantis may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the individual. And it says, by order of the state health officer given to the effectuate this paragraph, uh, is immediately enforceable by law enforcement officers yeah. under 381.00. So they'll get, they'll get the law enforcement involved in the force vaccination by gunpoint, by any means necessary. One, two. Now, somebody made the argument that, hey, this... This part of this bill where there's a forced VA double X element to it has been a long-standing thing for 20 years. Yeah, he just resurrected it in SB 2006. Yeah, okay, now we're going to talk about that that next. Okay, so then from a long-time listener, I got this, um, uh, this from a clarification on the bill. This is this uh, Chris Ann. She does legal stuff up on the Internet. I watched it. Actually, I watched it um, part of it more than once. It's Chris Ann Hall and ChrisAnnHall.com. She does all this legal stuff. And I, I'm not saying... I'm not, in, I'm not in total agreement with her at all. But I'm not saying I'm in total disagreement with her ever. Yes, it was on the books. But why on God's green earth would you reiterate that? Would you double down on putting that in the current legislation, unless you were trying to send a signal, unless you wanted the sheeple to know 
what they're in for. Why would why wouldn't you want to just if you were on the stage this wouldn't you want to just say well I mean I know it's there I mean I am a Luciferian and everything I know it's there uh, but I'm gonna act like I don't know it's there and if we don't resurrect it even though it's on the books then nobody's gonna be the wiser unless they're really really good at digging back in old bills that were signed and going into the you know hundreds and hundreds of pages of whatever well I think he did it on purpose by design. So she did a 20-minute broadcast saying that, and it's entitled, Presidents, Governors, and Mayors Don't Make Laws. Well, my contention is, I didn't say DeSantis made the law. He signed off on it. He was the reason that it passed because he was the last signature that was required. Now, granted, there was other parts of the government that were required, but he was the, the last deciding signature that signed off on this thing trying to make himself appear like i'm such a good guy just like trump did on numerous things okay but he's not so what my longtime listener amy said from what chris ann said it was already in law for at least a decade yes we just reiterated that uh he if he did sign it it would still be the law in existence in florida yeah okay i don't have a problem with that legislators need to write up a bill to remove it i agree but she said not desantis he does not have the power to remove it well he could put a lot of pressure on those legislators if he made shown a lot of spotlight and a lot of sunlight on this bill which if he was really looking out for his constituents he would do do you realize desantis when they've done polls lately he's ahead of trump for the 20 whatever whatever the next election is he's ahead of trump in the polls that just came out in the last couple weeks because of supposedly all the good he's doing in florida so i'm not saying that he has the he, he's not the one that's making the legislature but he has got to be aware of this and he's certainly aware of it now because a lot of people have come out and are attacking him. Even this story ran on Alex Jones' show, which I was surprised. Um, she said it's inside the bill. He signed it and it was already there. Legislators did not remove it. Uh, their, their job is not his. That is the point. Um, not really defending him. The message that, the go that has gone viral is not being reported on correctly. It feeds the notion that the governor can make laws that's not really my arguing point you you've already heard my arguing point it's not that i get it i don't have a problem with that um the governments start to believe they have more power than they do because people are are through are through the media and their response feeding the king tyrant in the incorrect message the people seem to think we governors are so powerful heck maybe they are and should just run with it um is an exaggeration but i think the point is made people now think he has made the law based on how it seems to be circulating okay well i'll correct that he didn't make this law he signed off on it you know but you see hopefully you can see how really deceptive this thing is 
he comes under the guise of I'm I'm never going to impose vaccine passports, but at the same time he doubles down on a pre-existing law. Why I have no idea, other than the Kabbalistic Luciferian principle of you want to warn your enemies about what you're going to do to them before you do it to them, in order to make the satanic game fair and straight. He surely knows about it now. If he could have played ignorance before, he surely knows about it now because he's been attacked. Why isn't he going right now and trying to eviscerate and remove that portion of the bill? Go back and eviscerate it from 10 years ago and eviscerate the portion that's in the bill he just signed off on. If he really cared about the people of Florida, he would be doing it. And if he really respected their right to not be forced vaccinated, to have all the flowery stuff he was promising, this bill goes totally against that. So he did sign off on the bill on 5-3, but I'm not saying he was the author of it, okay? Um, I don't see, my, my response to Amy was, I don't see how DeSantis is innocent here. I listened to the link you forwarded me, which was the Carrie Ann Hall link, and I still don't see it, though. Her defense of DeSantis is that the ability to force vaccinate in Florida has been on the books for over 10 years. Okay, I accept that. But this bill that DeSantis, signs, DeSantis just signed doubles down on the forced vaccination aspect. Why wouldn't he fight to remove that part of it if he was really fighting for Floridians' rights to decline the kill shot? Now, she's not a DeSantis fan either. He's a total Kabbalist. He's a total Zionistic devil. It's not like she's defending him, but um, I'm more. I'm more coming. I, I, this is more of a response to the Carrie Ann Hall thing, because I get her point, but I also think that my point is valid too. On what I'm saying, I'm really trying to look at this logically, and you know, I'm like, whoa, this is this is really bad. I mean, this is a bad bad signal. That he's sending. Uh, why wouldn't he fight to remove that part of the bill if he was really fighting for Floridians' right to decline the kill shot? This, as this was a perfect opportunity to do that. And you could say, well, he didn't know. Okay, well, now he does know. So now we're after the fact. So now DeSantis, if he's really this good guy, should go back and make some kind of colossal effort, because there's a lot of outrage about this to remove that portion of the bill. But so far, I haven't seen anything. Now, maybe if there's enough outcry, maybe if there's enough uh, outrage from his constituents, he'll do that. I hope he does. Doesn't mean he's a good guy. They're, they're seeing, they're beta testing. They're seeing what they can get away with. They're seeing how dumbed down the sheep are. They're seeing how dumbed down his blinded constituents are. And they're just the same like with Trump, where, you know, Trump could do all this evil and... None of his constituents will call him out on it. Or very few. Because he's Trump. And the alternative is so much worse that I'm just going to turn a blind eye to all the evil that he's doing. Well, it's the same thing with DeSantis. This is me speaking. DeSantis acts like he's fighting for liberty and justice. While he has the highest COVID kill shot rate of any state by far, in large part due to his efforts. And most of them 
are the masses of elderly that live there that will be the first to die. Now, where can we expect to see when they when this kill shot really, really, really goes, maybe they, maybe they, they turn on the 5G and they, the people really start dropping like flies. Where are we going to see the most deaths by far? Florida. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. They had they have had from very early on, without a doubt, the highest vaccination rate of any state and the highest vaccination rate of the elderly. Now I understand there's a large elderly population of Florida. I lived there most of my life. But they went out of the way to get at them because they're useless eaters according to the New World Order and they need to go. And DeSantis had everything to do with that. I go on to say, why wouldn't he at least not sign the bill because of this section where they can force vaccinate you by any means? Even though it's been on law for 10 years, because that would draw a huge amount of attention to this horrific law and Floridians would get behind DeSantis in mass if he took a stand on this and get that draconian portion thrown out. So far, I haven't seen him do it at all. I just checked my my Florida news site that I always check from my, my hometown. Nothing. He's not doing anything about it. He's just going to ignore it, is what I predict. Unless there's enough public outrage from his constituents who should be holding this Satanist, the Satan's feet to the fire. Maybe that would move him, but that's a big, you have to understand, that what was stated there is the ultimate end goal for the kill shots, for the whole great reset that is heavily dependent upon the kill shot, the COVID kill shot. For full implementation. So Satan would go kicking and screaming to pull that piece of of the text out of the le uh, legislation. I don't think he'll do it. I don't. And if he and if he does it, the only reason that's going to happen is because there's prayer, fasting, and massive pushback from his base. Therefore, and, and this is after the, you know, he's, he's got the highest kill shot of any, and then most of them are elderly. I view him like the biggest mass murdering governor in all the 50 states, as he will most likely have the most blood on his hands of any governor. DeSantis is doing exactly what Trump did in his first two years, as he is doing some seemingly apparent good, commingled with a lot of bad that gets zero press from conservative news outlets. I have exposed him here, and there's different reports where I've exposed him. Emergency Freedom Alert. I'll, I'm gonna give you the table of contents. This is from 419 of this year. Uh, table of contents. Shocking listener comment on door-to-door -door vaccinations going on in Florida. Then Florida vaccine Nazis going door-to-door. Uh, they're, and they're hiring immediately. COVID-19 response team staffers. Theripa Staffing is hiring COVID-19 response team staffers to support Florida's vaccine rollout. Uh, and, and again, why would he be promoting these kill shots at all? I mean, why wouldn't, if he really cared, why wouldn't he actually be exposing them? Oh, we, you know, well, because you know, he can't, he's the governor. Well, I know he's a Satanist. I get it. He's got to go along with the New World Order plan. I, I get that. 
Okay, so staffers will be responsible for conducting vaccination scheduling and outreach to underrepresented communities. The purpose of this operation is to make sure all Floridians are vaccinated equi equitably. All. Okay, and it's going to be, and it's, and they can theoretically by any means necessary now. Now, granted, I understand you can say, well, that was on the books 10 years ago. Yeah, but now we've, now everybody's had that refreshed in their mind. Now everybody's got a heads up. Now the Kabbalistic Luciferian game is square. My comment, selling your soul for 18 to $20 an hour, because that's how much they're paying these staffers going door to door vaccinating. Hope it's worth it. Then Orange County, Florida firefighters go door to door to administer COVID-19 vaccines to homebound residents in underserved areas. Yeah, because they want to kill off the useless eaters, as they would put it. Yes, I keep hearing how wonderful Florida Governor DeSantis is, but Florida has by far the highest vaccination rate of any state, particularly the elderly, who are the most vulnerable to the kill shot. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. White hot hellfire awaits you, devil boy. Then there's another report. DeSantis pushing more kill shots. There's a whole, whole other, there's a Twitter post that he posted. Um, and then my emergency freedom alerts from 1130 of 20 table of contents, supposed good guy, Republican Florida governor DeSantis eagerly awaiting the mass vaccination of Floridians. And, um, so we have that. Okay. Then we have, let's just talk a little bit about Alan Dershowitz, who we heard Trump and Epstein's close personal friend implicated in unsealed Ghislaine Maxwell documents. Um, this is a, a more of a recent report here from the api dershowitz was mentioned along with bill clinton and others in a set of unsealed documents that were part of a now settled civil litigation against maxwell she appealed the decision of the judge to unseal them but to no avail maxwell was the what one of the sex slaves at epstein's um mansion essentially and um uh, oh no i'm sorry i'm sorry hold on Virginia Guthrie is is the one that's trying to get all this unsealed, but it was to no avail. Maxwell, meaning Ghislaine Maxwell, was Epstein's right hand person, and the document. Again, I don't know how many photos exist between Trump with Melania and Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. They literally lived a stone's throw away from one another in Marlago. Okay, and that was all by design. Maxwell was Epstein's right-hand person, and the documents, along with the testimony from many others over the past few years, show that Maxwell sexually abused children and also directed victim Virginia Roberts Guthrie to be sexually abused by others, using her and many other sex slaves. Here's pictures of them all. The New York Post explains uh, emeritus Harvard Law professor Alan Dershowitz, that same devil we just heard, okay, telling you that you have no right to refuse a vaccine mandated by Satan, okay? He was accused of having sex with the then minor Jane Doe number three, identified in court documents as Virginia Roberts Guthrie, uh, and witnessing Jeffrey Epstein and others sexually abusing girls and young women. So she was there. She saw it all. Uh, the allegations lodged in a 2014 court filing reemerged in more than 600 pages unsealed Thursday night in Guthrie's 2015 defamation case. In 1997, Dershowitz wrote the following, quote, reasonable people can disagree over whether uh, the uh, age of sexual consent can be as low as 14, meaning 50-year-old guy with a 14-year-old. That should be fine, according to Dershowitz. Okay. 
Uh, you can find that article and read more about it here. Alan Dershowitz on sexual consent and, you know, Lowe's 14. Then a related report states why Epstein would want dirt on powerful people other than for his own personal gain is a mystery. Well, it's not a mystery. He's, mer he's working for Mossad and so was um, uh, Maxwell. We can only conclude that he was partnering, gathering dirt on behalf of some other party like Mossad and or for Israel's desk at the CIA. Investigators into the Epstein's child sex scandal turned up a con book that contained the names and contact information for many prominent people, some of which included New York lawyer Alan Dershowitz, Donald Trump, liquor baron Edgar Brofman, uh, and former U.S. Uh, President w uh, William Jefferson Clinton. So some of the biggest slime bags that have ever walked the earth, Alan Dershowitz, Donald Trump, Edgar Bronfman, and uh, Bill Clinton. Okay. Yeah, they were all buddies with Epstein. And there's pictures with him and Epstein on multiple occasions and Ghislaine Maxwell. Virginia Roberts claims she was forced to have sex with Alan Dershowitz, the one that just told us that we need to be forced vaccinated by any means, six times. She was sexually molested by that old devil deviant Harvard law professor six times. Here's, here's uh, Dershowitz in a picture making a Kabbalistic pose, just like Trump was making with the whole pyramid and the hand sign, essentially. So there's Dershowitz doing the same hand signal. Then here's another report. Alan Dershowitz, sure, I got a massage at Def Jeff Rebstein's mansion, but I kept my underwear on. So he admits to being where all the underage girls were working, providing sexual favors for the clients, being brainwashed, and a lot of these ended up on the Lolita Express going to Jeffrey Epstein's island okay uh welcome to the slippery sleazy slope that comes with billionaire jeffrey epstein's recent arrest for child sex trafficking internet sleuths have uncovered a 2015 video of harvard attorney and trump and epstein's friend alan dershowitz who worked to get epstein a sweetheart deal in a 2008 plea agreement admitting that that the dershowitz was admitting to getting a massage at epstein's mansion that's the least of what he did there during an interview with the miami news station uh, WPL, WPLG regarding Britain's Prince Andrew, another friend of Epstein, and his alleged sexual involvement with an underage girl who was allegedly kept as a sex slave by Epstein, Dershowitz not only bashed the accuser, calling her an admitted prostitute and serial liar, this is like Satan calling her that, but claimed that the then teen was not victimized and in fact made her own decisions in life. So this is this is the kind of deviant scum that Dershowitz is. Um, let me see here. Okay, I'm gonna cover a couple. I'm almost out of time here. I'm gonna cover a couple more, a couple more uh, reports here, and then we're gonna end it for uh, today. I, I put up two newsletters today, just so everyone knows. Uh, if you're not on my email list, I you know highly advise that you do that. It's free. Just go to contendingfortruth.com. Subscribe on the right hand side there. Uh, I would I'd say subscribe to both. I, I think at this point they're all everybody's getting all the emails. It's just kind of a little bit messed up there. But um, I put one out on the spiritual implications of taking the kill shot. It's uh, it's like eighteen pages now. It's it's quite large and it is man it's bombshell. All the stuff I've covered in the past, but now I've condensed it in one spot. And then I also put out another one on the updated COVID kill shot stats, the deaths and all the horrific adverse reports that are coming in and, and the stats right from the CDC and the European database 
on it. Now, who knows? There might come out more information tomorrow, but it's pretty updated and it it was about almost a month overdue. So that's up on the website right now. And I'll be posting this study, I don't know, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, but I'll have that up as well. All right, so uh, moving quickly, uh, a guy got the jab, the COVID jab, gets an adverse reaction, goes to the hospital, his bill is over $58,000, and then he says he would still take the second kill shot. This is what lack of informed consent looks like. The government and the corporate mainstream media lie to this person about the safety and effectiveness of this vaccine. But again, he's such a sheeple, he's more than willing to comply no matter what. So I don't want to, I don't want to blame it all on the government. I, I just don't. Um, i got to give him some credit, too. And they're actively covering up and censoring adverse reactions and in order to sucker more uninformed people into taking it. No doubt insurance will weasel their way out of paying this $58,000 plus bill. Uh, by using the excuse that it is experimental and emergency use only and it hasn't been officially approved for public consumption by the FDA and the manufacturers have been absolved of all legal liability for death and disability caused by. Absolutely, that's what's already on the books. Never mind that people are being bullied, peer pressure, lied to by the government and the corporate mainstream media about its safety and effectiveness, leading people to think that it's officially approved when it's not because they are confused by the term emergency use only. People think just because the public can get the shot and employers are pressuring and even threatening their employees with job losses if they don't take it, that somehow it's safe to take and has been officially approved for wide use when it's not. Uh, they have really... They have really pulled the wool over the eyes of the public and duped them into taking it. It's shameful what is going on and illegal and immoral, and it violates the Nuremberg Code of coerced and forced vaccinations and medical experimentation. The general public are moving like lambs to the slaughter. Worst of all, the same guy actually went on to say that he'll take the second shot too. He's that, I'm sorry, stupid. Because I don't know really what else to call it. I mean, I, I don't... I, the the insanity he's he's stuck with a fifty eight thousand dollars he's had and and what he went in there for is myocarditis and and um, other things you can actually uh, there's a link there you can click on the bill itself he's a, he's a walking dead man and yet he'll he'll more than happy to take that second kill shot and pay another only God knows what hospital bill I I mean it's just absolute total insanity maybe that's more more maybe insanity is a better word than stupid I I don't know. You know, I mean, listen, if I had done that, I'd call myself stupid. So I'm not holding him to a higher accountability than I would hold myself. So the guy took an experimental messenger RNA shot, which hurt him very badly with myocarditis, which, again, it's causing all these heart problems. And we're going to talk about that next week. It costs upwards of $58,000 for an injury. And again, this all feeds into the medical pharma cartel coffers. All that extra money they'll be making off all the adverse effects that nobody will pay for except the people. And then you talk about slavery and bondage and, and debt slavery, you know, from the hospitals. And then he said he's going to take the second dose. So much of the time it's an ego thing. These vax sheeple don't want to admit they made a huge mistake for their own volition. So they have to justify it to themselves in order to feel not, in order to not feel stupid or played. Well, yeah. I'm not saying every time, but so much of the time, I would agree. And then the last report is um, Pfizer vaccine causes catastrophic damage to every system of your body. And that's the, that's the case for all of them. But an Israeli organization made up of health experts has published a report. There's a link to it here outlining how the Wuhan 
Uh, coronavirus kill shot from Pfizer causes damage to nearly every system of the body. Remember that autopsy we talked about last week and every single org organ had been ravaged? And he was like, I don't know, four weeks post-vaccine? Well, there you go. So it's the, the, the kill shot is an equal opportunity destroyer. You know, like an equal, equal opportunity employer? Well, that's an equal opportunity destroyer. Destroys everything in its path. The Israeli People Committee, or IPC, says the Pfizer's Chinese virus jab is causing a catastrophic vaccine, is causing catastrophic damage to people's bodies. So much so, in fact, that there are more people dying from it in Israel than, than there are people in all of Europe who are dying from the AstraZeneca jab. That's kind of hard to believe, but okay. According to the IPC, there has never been a vaccine that has harmed as many people as the Pfizer kill shot has. The group published a full report detailing its open findings, and I give you a link to that here. Um, I'm totally over on time here. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and post two parts for this week, and uh, Lord willing, we will be back next week. And uh, But again, I posted a ton more content up there tonight, so that will hopefully offset not having a third part this week. So anyway, God bless you, and we will, Lord willing, see you in the next audio.